Hi, I'm Gar Sanders. I'm Jamie Wincup. I'm Lee Holdsworth. I'm James Courtney. We're the Forex Angels, and you're listening to the VA Insiders. It's your weekly dose of V8 news on the V8 Insiders. Now here's your host, Craig Revell. Luff and Lowndes could pair up again in Europe. Oh, look, at first, see, uh, we'll see whether it's uh, finalised. Kelly's announced their enduro lineup. You know, you look at that and go, I really need to pull my finger out here as far as the driving goes. And Tazzy's future comes under the spotlight. It's all coming up today as the red lights go out on another edition of the V8 Insiders. You've taken the V8 to the races. you watch the action on TV. Now, read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 Supercars. Showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers, V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 Supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 Supercar coverage. Out now. This news update is brought to you by V8X Magazine. Log on to the official V8X Magazine Facebook page for your chance to win some great prizes. Kelly Racing has announced their enduro lineup with David Russell joining Todd Kelly. Pairing up with Todd, the guy, you know, he's, he's um, such a solid, experienced driver. He's won Bathurst before. It's fantastic to join him and, and to join uh, the Jack Daniels cars and then also the Kelly Racing team. Tim Blanchard is with David Reynolds, whilst Alan Simonson will join Murphy in the Pepsi car, whilst Owen Kelly will return to team up with Rick. Rick Kelly talked about his thoughts on this year's Kelly Racing lineup. There's four cars out there that we need to support at the, at the highest level because, you know, it's quite interesting. It's pushing me as a driver a lot, a lot harder than last year because you look at the data and even like the Grand Prix when I qualified fifth and they were um, in the teens, you think, oh yeah, I've got them covered. But you look at the data and you see they've made one or two mistakes and the rest of the lap is as good as mine if not better and that, you know you look at that and go I really need to pull my finger out here as far as the driving goes which is exciting you know that's exactly what we need and we need guys to be able to support you know that, that level of, of main game driver and I think we've got that now and like I say it's important that we've squared them away so early and that they all can start working together now so that when we get to the first enduro it feels like we've been together forever. Concerns were raised last week when an expected announcement was leaked that the Tasmania government is positioned to announce a plan to have AFL games hosted in Hobart, which could affect the funding available to other events on the Apple Isle. Last year, V8 Supercars signed a three-year extension to their Simmons Plains contract, which will see the series at least continue there until 2013. V8 Supercars, though, are confident that the biggest sporting event in Tasmania will continue well beyond that. Lowndes and Luff could be set to team up again, this time in Germany. The two worked with Mike Eddy to finish second in an Audi at Bathurst 12 Hour, and both have said they're keen to try their hands in Europe. Shane Howard told the V8 Insiders that he's excited about some of the team's plans they have to roll out in 2011. You know, we're focused on entertainment um, with a fan focus, value for money, and you know we know that uh, you know we've got to you know, be, be
be conscious of pricing and those sorts of things. So we we think we're going to roll out some very good initiatives for 2011. And what does Howard think about the calls for Sandown to return to a 500k race? No, you won't be seeing a Sandown 500, but um, yeah, Sandown, I think last year we sort of um, threw a lot into that, you know, really trying to find the heritage. It's got such a great history. You know, we'll stay with that heritage theme. It's a great venue, um, you know, with the grandstand. It's got that amphitheatre feel to it. It's in a nice time of the year, so I think it's going to be developed into a really nice race meeting, that one. Fiat Supercar driver Steve Owen will be supporting the fight against cancer when he joins the Jupiter's all-star team this weekend for the Gold Coast Relay for Life. And how about V8 Supercar's April Fool's Day prank? V8 Supercars are at the forefront in using new technology and innovations. Team BOC driver Jason Bright has been one of the standouts at the opening two rounds in Abu Dhabi and Adelaide. One of the reasons? A new windscreen that uses prescription-styled glass. Bright has been wearing glasses for the past few years and believes the AF0104 prescription windscreen is a huge leap forward. It's quite an advancement for me. I mean, I, I wear glasses, you know, obviously when I'm in the car and it's something that I can't get around, but you now they've, they've developed a, a prescription windscreen for us where you know, now I can just have good airflow into the helmet because I don't have the glasses on and you know, it, I, I don't have to think about anything other than driving. Come Bathurst, we will see if it works. Well, come October, people might look back on this date and understand why the prescription windscreen is called the AF0104. Congratulations to Ben Beasley for that one. And that's the news on the V8 Insiders. After the break, another new segment on the show as we go rustling in the Fujitsu series with David Russell. Then later, Tony Whitlock and Andrew Clark will join me to look at the current state of the series. News on the V8 Insiders is brought to you by the official V8X Magazine Facebook page. Sign up and keep in touch with V8 Supercars. You've taken the V8 to the races. you watch the action on TV. Now, read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 Supercars. Showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers, V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 Supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 Supercar coverage. Out now. The views expressed on V8 Insiders, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect those of the network, Thunder Media, sportradio.com.au or V8X Magazine. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited. Hi, I'm Lee Holdsworth. You're listening to V8 Insiders. Well, another new segment on the V8 Insiders is Rustling in the Fujitsu Series with David Russell. And, uh, well, Clipsal 500, David, that... Does that meeting get any easier to start off the Fujitsu series? Oh, look, I think, um, you know, the Clipsal 500 is a fantastic way to start the year. To be honest, um, all the all the young guns that are coming into the series have, have a bit of a baptism of fire if they haven't been there before. So, um, you know, it certainly makes a difference if you've had some experience around there because, you know, it's a tough, challenging track. When you look at uh, this year with what you've got put together for yourself, have you been happy with the way you kicked it off? Oh, <laughs> well, um, to be honest, we were very unlucky at, at uh, Clipsal. We had great pace, quickest car in race one. 
Um, but look, uh, Lady Luck wasn't on our side for, for that first race meeting. Um, you know, to, I, was, I was pretty uh, disappointed to be, you know, what would have been the, the lead in the race of the race two um, to have have a um, meatball flag or a mechanical black flag, um, which uh, put me well down the order when we would have won the race. So, mm. yeah, very disappointing with that one. <laughs> this year, uh, we have a lot more main game teams that are throwing their support behind Fujitsu efforts. And, uh, of course, the uh, the big announcement right before Clipsal was that uh, they were going to have the Triple Eight, were going to have the monster car there with Andrew Thompson. What does that mean to someone like yourself that's running in a Fujitsu team that uh, is a specialist Fujitsu team? It means that um, I've got to do everything better and, and as a team we're going to just, you know, you know, basically put everything in we can and, um, you know, it makes me push um, as hard as possible and, look, you know, Triple Eight are a fantastic fantastic outfit they've shown that in the main series they're capable of winning championships so um you know that we've got to um really stand up and and um you know put our best foot forward if we're going to beat these guys mm. now was there anyone that uh, you were looking at in that clips all races in the two clips or races that you thought was a bit of a surprise packet for you oh look um not really to tell you the truth i think everyone there is um everyone there that was inside that that top ten, uh, you know, was doing a was doing a good job. Um, There's no surprise to see trip, the Triple Eight HR entries of um, Thompson and Perkett up there, and it's no surprise to see my teammate Blanchard and and Perkins up there as well. I think um, uh, that uh, Ash Walsh and, and Chaz Moster did a good good um, job for the weekend and. You know, you get so wrapped up in your own weekend to, to follow other guys because you're just focusing on your own event and, and you know, your own small problems that you might be having to sort out. So, um, but, look, I think it's it's going to be a strong series. I think, um, you know, we're, we're heading over to Perth in a few weeks and, yeah, it'll certainly come out as, uh, as some of those uh, tracks come out, some of the different formats that we have. Uh, it'll certainly come out who's got the pace, that's for sure. Mm. Now, of course, uh, you have been announced as part of Kelly Racing and, of course, uh, Tim Blanchard's jumped on your coattails and got in there as well. But uh, what does that mean to know that you've you've got a secure drive in a top team for the uh, Phillip Island and Bathurst events? Oh, look, it's fantastic. I couldn't be happier to join the Kelly gang, to be honest. Um, look, um, pairing up with Todd, the guy, you know, he's... he's um, such a solid, experienced driver. He's won Bathurst before. Um, you know, it's it's fantastic to join him and, and to join uh, the Jack Daniels cars and then also the Kelly Racing team. So they've got um, they've got great cars. They've got great speed. The team's um, working well this year. So I'm very excited and yeah, can't wait. And of course, what about Perth? Uh, have you raced at Barbagello in recent times? Look, the last race meeting I had there was in uh, Carrera Cup, and uh, if my memory serves me correctly, I think we were second for the round there, which is uh, yeah, which was quite a good result for us. We had had um, yeah, quite quite good good uh, speed there, so I'm quite confident going there that uh, you know that we'll be on the pace straight away. Well, David, it's a pleasure to have you on the show, and we're looking forward to this segment. And uh, hopefully, you uh, will be able to uh, well give a few of those competitors of yours a bit of stick along the way. 
Yeah, not hopefully we will be. There's no doubt. Like, um, go back to Adelaide's pace and uh, Andrew Thompson would have been looking in his mirrors. Don't you worry about that in, in the first race. So I think we've got the pace to mix it with these guys and I, I'd uh, certainly would make me very happy to knock off some of these um, main series Fujitsu entries, that's for sure. That's right. the plan. Well, after the break, we'll be back with the roundtable. That's the first edition of Wrestling with David in the Fujitsu series. I hope you'll stay with us. Controversy Corner is next when we return with more on the V8 Insiders. You've taken the V8 to the races. you watch the action on TV. Now read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 Supercars. Showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers, V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 Supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 Supercar coverage. Out now. To ask a question of the V8 Insiders, just email them at v8insiders at sportradio.com.au. Hi, I'm Craig Lance from Team Vodafone, and you're listening to V8 Insiders. Welcome back to the V8 Insiders. Joining us this week from Race Facts, it's Tony Whitlock. Good evening. And from P101 and V8X Magazine and a whole bunch more, it is Andrew Clark. Good evening, Andrew. Hey, hey guys, how are you? It is interesting times. We've seen the crowd figures down... Tony, but the viewing numbers are going up. Is this the global financial crisis finally hitting Australia? It could well be, but I mean, um, Adelaide really wasn't down at all. I think you know, overall, I think it was only a couple of percentage points difference on last year. Um, and last year, of course, was a highlight. There were a good number of other rounds that were down. So, I, you know, it could well be some people deciding to keep their money in their pocket. One thing's for sure. I, I wouldn't read anything into one round. I mean, the end of the yeah. day, the Clipsal 500, it's, you know, to me, it's still the standout event. It's the premier event on the calendar. Um, you know, Bathurst's got the prestige and all the emotion, etc. But, you know, the Clipsal 500's the ants' pants in terms of motor races. So I don't think you can read anything into it at all, mm. uh, you know, whether it's crowd figures or TV ratings or whatever. I mean, Clipsal will always stand on its own two feet. The big chest is going to be what happens with you know, the New Zealand round in a couple of weeks. Yep. And it is an interesting situation, isn't it? Because uh, V8 Supercar's taking control of that race and uh, they really are going with the rock and race format, something that's tried and true in this country. And when you talk about Good Charlotte and ZZ Top, you're really playing at the, uh, well, certainly my age group's demographic. <laughs> I saw ZZ Top in the mid-80s. That's how long ago it is since I've done it. They uh, at Olympic Park down here in Melbourne. So uh, they've been around for a while. In fact, even then they were old. So... Uh, yeah, but, you know, I think it's good. I mean, I think the whole, um, you know, race and rock type thing kind of, you know, it's a great idea. Um, the challenge, of course, is to convert those who come along just to watch the music into car racing fans. And I think you saw with Cold Chisel at um, at uh, Sydney a couple of years ago, you know, the crowds were streaming in the gate at 5 o'clock when we were all walking out the gate. <laughs> so the big challenge is to say, you know, like, it's great, you know, we get the numbers through the door and Cold Chisel, a one-off concert, you know, you're always going to get a lot of people. But the question is, and the challenge is, let's turn those people who want the music into into uh, car racing fans. Mm. Tony, your thoughts on the rock and race? Oh, yeah, it clearly does work, and particularly at places like um, Townsville and uh, and the Gold Coast, you know, where you get people who are going to come along who are questionable maybe, but suddenly they've got something well worthwhile to come and see late at night. So, mm. yeah. It obviously works and works well. Another important part of the racing is endurance races. And, and uh, well, I don't need to go into chapter and verse, but the rule change last year was the best thing the sport's ever done. Yay! 
It's only taken five years for it to come through. <laughs> but we've got it now, and uh, what we've seen is some interesting choices. Uh, Dean Fiore with uh, young Patrizzi, who's not that young anymore, I might add. And, of course, the course, the Kellys having to find four drivers. I'm wondering, uh, Tony, is Kelly Racing the only pure super team we have left in the sport? Well, I suppose in some ways, of course, they'd be the absolute target for somebody like Toyota or Kia or Hyundai to come in and buy because they can get a four-car team straight up and uh, got an in-house engine program. So it all has the ingredients that you want as a supercar super team. So, yeah, I mean, they, they do have uh, the things that somebody like a, another manufacturer would want. Without a doubt. I mean, they're, they're the only you know, really solid four-car team in pit lane now. I mean, you know, Walkinshaw supplies a whole heap of people, but they don't really run the show for them. Yeah, so this is it, and uh, I'm with Tony. I think if I was a uh, if I was a manufacturer um, and I was looking to go and buy into somewhere or to sponsor somewhere, because I'm not sure they'd particularly go out and sell, but um, uh, they'd be your target because you can get four cars straight up. But I think if you're coming in as care or whatever, um, you would want four cars. And and the other ingredient they've got, of course, is a young blood like Rick and Dave Reynolds, and they've got. Greg Murphy there and Todd medium place there, so they they cover the front in terms of uh, driver appeal. Mm. Exactly, yeah. And I mean, the only sticking point is, you know, I think the only one of them who's still sponsored by anything Holden based is Murphy, who's sponsored by HSV. So, yeah, that's not a big issue at all. And I think you know, Murphy's appeal in New Zealand would also help you know, in that sense as well. So, yeah, yeah but yeah, great great driver lineup. I mean, you know, you're talking Murphy and Todd Kelly, who are you know two two almost veterans of the sport, if you can say that, of a bloke who's only touch over 30. Um, you know, Rick Kelly, who's clearly still got everything in front of him, um, and Dave Reynolds, who, you know, I think so far this year has been the one that's, you know, just said to me, you know, this guy should never have lost that drive he had. No, and uh, there would be a lot of talk about uh, the new brand of... Uh alcohol he now drinks and when we talk about the jack daniels team for the enduros they've gone with owen kelly tried and true with the rickster and now david russell getting into the car with todd which is another solid pairing i think you'd both agree tony i think they've got nothing to worry about on that front i mean owen kelly's been there he's done the job and dave russell's clearly a very talented young driver so i think they've uh, they've paired up quite well on that front the only bit to me that's slightly disappointing is that you can't pair Rick and Todd at the moment. So um, I think the, that's one of the attractions when Todd says, you know, I might step out of the car. I think he sits there and thinks I could win Bathurst with Rick if I'm not driving full-time. And I think that'd be very powerful for them. But, uh, yeah, otherwise, I think, yeah, it's about as good as you can do, really. Mm. I, I think the, the best uh, outcome that's going to happen in the next few years, though, is when... Um Gold Coast no longer needs to be an event on the lifeline and that they can actually look at, you know, those drivers who are internationals going and doing a Bathurst and Phillip Island. So there'd be a trio of drivers, I mean, rather a trio of events for the international drivers and that will, you know, turn it really into an international f- focus for the end of the year. Yeah, it is an Yeah, and the key to me, though, like, and, and I think you've tapped on it right in there, Tony, is that um, I, I actually think that we come into three of the biggest races of the year and everything after that's a letdown. Mm. I, I mm. personally believe that they need to restructure the calendar a bit and I, I'd love to see them finish again at Bathurst um, I... so that it is the end of the year. But I think if you can get those you know, three international events you know, two weeks apart, 
you know, so maybe do Phillip Island, Gold Coast, and then uh, then Bathurst. I think you've got a, just a stellar way to finish the year. Um, yeah. And it also allows you to package up a mini championship type aspect, you know, so you can have a, a proper trophy for the endurance mm. champion type of thing because there's yeah. race in a row. Yeah. Gas and Go is brought to you by the V8 Race Experience. Find out how you can drive at Bathurst this Easter at v8race.com.au. Gas and Go here on the V8 Insiders, and we've got about two minutes to get through five questions, guys. I'm running late today. The April Fool's Day windscreen gag, is that the best we've ever seen from V8 supercars, Andrew? I've got a very big admission to make. I haven't seen it. So I would argue it was a bad one. <laughs> yeah, look, it only ranks behind the um, the aftershave of um, last year, was it? And that wasn't even an April Fool's Day joke. No, no. Will um, soft tyres, Tony, improve the racing at Hamilton? Yes, yeah, certainly. Um, it'll it'll make a, a difference there and getting some grip and going away grip and all those sort of things. Oh, undoubtedly. I think the soft tyre should be the hard tyre, though. Um, and then we should have a softer tyre. How much longer can one-team cars get away with it in the series, Andrew? Oh, I think they're always going to struggle a little bit, but it depends on how you base your business. I mean, if you go out there and do uh, what Tony Delberto's doing, you can probably survive quite well. Or, or conversely, what the um, webs are doing with Mother um, Energy and Triple Eight connections. Um, they clearly have got the right engineering team on board. Who will be the headline international driver at the Gold Coast 600, Tony? Oh, crikey. Um, gee, um, maybe it will be Martin Brundle or is it uh, um, Mark Blundell, one of those guys. What about you, Clarky? Who's your money on early? I have no real idea at the moment. I haven't even looked to see if there's an IndyCar race that weekend or anything along those lines, but... Uh you know, I'm, depending on NASCAR, I mean, I'd still love to see Marcus Ambrose come back into it, but, uh, you know, it depends on the schedules. Mm. Um, so that's a bit far away for me. I can barely plan to Easter. We've seen most of the enduro combos lined up, Andrew. Who's the standout combo for this year? Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm, I know I wrote Mark Scape's book, but, uh, you know, I think Lowndes and Scape's a pretty good deal. Um, uh, I think Scape's got the experience and Lowndes is clearly showing at the moment that he's up hunger and the speed back. Um, so, you know, I think they're a pretty good deal. Um, so if you said, you know, name one, that would be it for me. All right, Tony? Yeah, I'd go the same way. I mean, there's, at Bath, there's nothing counts like experience in between, and what have they got, sort of 15 wins or something or other, you know? Yeah. They've got much more experience than that as a combo. That's Gas and Go for another week here on the V8 Insiders. Gas and Go is brought to you by the V8 Race Experience. Find out how you can drive at Bathurst this Easter at v8race.com.au. We need to take a break here on the V8 Insiders. Plenty more when we return. Find out more about your favourite supercar teams and drivers when we go inside further on the V8 Insiders. You've taken the V8 to the races. You've watched the action on TV. Now read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 Supercars. Showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers, V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 Supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 Supercar coverage. Out now. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. You're listening to V8 Insiders. Welcome back to the V8 Insiders. Joining us this week, Andrew Clark and Tony Whitlock. And guys, uh, I did ask Shane Howard earlier this year and we played it in the news. Could the Sandown 500 return? And he's going, no, not this year. But I, I think the pressure is mounting on having oh, that 500k Craig, race. It will happen. 
Mm. It will happen, I can assure you of that. It, it, it fits with the, the historic... 500 will return to Sandown. No shadow of a doubt in my mind at all. Andrew, are you that confident? Yeah, well, there's nothing else makes sense. You know, like, Sandown's in Melbourne. It'll get a good crowd even in the middle of the footy finals. Um, and it is the traditional home. I mean, they can talk about traditions. I love the way they talked about the tradition of the 500 before Bathurst, but, you know, the tradition is the Sandown 500. Mm. You know, I went back there. I think it's the best track for it. I don't think Phillip Island's that well suited to an endurance race. Um, and uh, I think, yeah, Sandown's where it should be. I think it will definitely go back there. I mean, you've only got to look at the work and the effort they put in getting the track up to the standards that they said they wanted. Um, to know that that's what's going to happen. Mm. Yeah. We've seen a little bit of a shake-up in the Fujitsu Series. They're going back to two races in Perth because the V8 supercars have to run three races in Perth. It's like the series are swapped around. All we need to do is invert the uh, second race grid for the V8s and we could call them the Fuji- Fujitsu Series. <laughs> It'd be a fair bit of whinging if you did that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, is uh, V8 Supercars would prefer a, a bigger sponsor on the main game header card, wouldn't they? Yeah, they're, probably, they're, they're down to one at the moment. Always better if you have one above the line than below the line. Uh, yeah. But no, I think, I mean, obviously, you know, um, Fujitsu series to me is a series that should be stronger than it is. Um, I don't know why it's, uh, why it's struggling at the moment, but, uh, you know... Um, I think, yeah, fiddling around with race formats and so forth is never a good thing. Mm. Um, you know, like, uh, yeah, there's things that I don't understand about what's going on in this world and uh, to suddenly give me three races here, two races there, and then two races and one race and three races and two races and five races and 22 and, you know, short qualifyings and shootouts and long qualifyings and no shootouts and blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm only a simple man and I get confused. <laughs> Tony, are you that confused? Oh, I suppose so. I, look, I think the series came of age when it went to uh, events, not rounds. So there were no longer round winners. It was race winners. Um, I'm disappointed they've gone back to this uh, three-race format in Perth. I, I, I can't remember. There is a reason why. <coughs> Maybe it's television. No, it's OH&S, the pit lane. They can't do the long races with the refueling because it's an OH&S issue. Well, that may be only a temporary measure because they're obviously going to do something about a pit lane over there. You know, um, look, it's staggering when you look at the figures that are brought in, crowd figures at every other state of Australia, at most other events, you know, um, and you look at these places, unfortunately, that have been passed by, you know, 30, 40, 50,000 people over three days is, is, you know, the old line about I'm not getting out of bed for less than $10,000, you know, sort of stuff. Mm. You know, I, I think that uh, clearly something needs to be dramatically improved in the Perth to uh, make it a worthwhile event for the series to go over there. All right. Now, would you hold that uh, thought for Tasmania, who's come under the microscope this week because uh, there is a possibility of more AFL games in Tasmania, which might take up some funding? V8s are locked in, of course, till the, uh, what, 2013 uh, till 2013 down there. Yeah, I think it goes beyond there. I think there are actually deals done for beyond that time, or if they're not, they will be very soon. Andrew? Between the lines that Sandown, uh, Simmons Plains is on dodgy, on, on borrowed time, um, and I think it's a pity. I think the national, national series needs to go to every major state and territory in the country. I'm disappointed it doesn't go to Canberra anymore, um, because to me that weakens its national focus in a sense. Um, and it's a good little track. I mean, I think it suits the cars really well. You get some pretty interesting things going on down there, and uh, you know, 
a bit of a pity, but I think that dollars and cents will eventually tell you that it ain't going to go there. Mm. Um, you know, the biggest event they have down there is each of the four Hawthorne football matches. Um, so if they end up with getting two kangaroos matches down there as well, there's your next two biggest events. Um, and then the next biggest event is Target Tasmania, and then the next one is the V8 Supercars. You know, so it's it all gone. Sorry, and then there's also the um, the, the um, Test Cricket or the One Day Cricket when it goes down there. Um, and then there's then there's us. You know, so it's um it's one of those things where you're just in pure economic terms, um, a small state like Tasmania, which has got an economy that's uh, almost on its deathbed, um, will struggle. Mm. Um, and that's a big pity because I really love going there. And, uh, yeah, I had my first Simmons Planers experience last year and I thought the crowd was fantastic. They were fans. They weren't just coming along for the concert. Uh, they were diehards in the sleet, in the sun on the Friday and in the, uh, well, whatever they could call the weather it was down there on the Sunday. But I, I thought they uh, deserve to uh, be treated, but you could make that argument for Malala fans, for Wakefield Park fans, for the standalone fidgets around and all around the country. Well, guys, just before we wrap it up here on the V8 Insiders, just one thought. Wild cards in the endurance races, are they good for the sport, Tony? I think they're fantastic. Give the chance uh, for these teams to uh, blood themselves. The only unfortunate thing is that both uh, or all three of the teams are losing their best drivers to uh, main game teams. You know, Dave Russell, Dave, um, not Dave Reynolds, um, Tim Blanchard, um, uh, you know, they're all jumping out and going along with uh, other teams so that, um, but, you know, for the teams themselves, uh, Matty White, Sonic and uh, Greg Murphy Racing, yeah, it's terrific, really great for them. I'm with Tony. I think it's good for the teams, but I think it's a pity that uh, that the um, the, dr- the lead drivers or the main drivers for those shows jump into the uh, into the teams that might actually give them a Bathurst victory. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think if you're going to continue with the wild card structure, you need to work out a way where you can keep the experienced drivers in the car, so we don't have situations like we had a couple of years ago with the Jesus car just banging the wall every two laps. I guess the big thing is that we'll only have this situation until the car of the of the future gets introduced and then you can't take Fujitsu cars into the main game. Probably. I mean, I think they'll find some way to do it. Yeah, yeah. And and that, that'll be a shame in itself. There'll be a bigger disparity between the two categories. I mean, you only had to see in Adelaide where the Fujitsu times were, were very quick, you know, realising that um, there are some very competent drivers in amongst them. Mm, there is indeed. Guys, thanks for joining us here on the V8 Insiders and look forward to catching up with you both even more throughout season 2011. Pleasure. After the break, it's the White Flag Lap with, uh, well, another media guy, Mark Horsburgh. You've taken the V8 to the races. you watch the action on TV. Now, read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 Supercars. Showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers, V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 Supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 Supercar coverage. Out now. Hi, I'm Rick Kelly. You're listening to V8 Insiders. On this week's White Flag Lap, we catch up with the V8 Supercars 2010 Media Award winner, Mark Horsburgh. You were one of the most surprised people in the room when they made that announcement because I get the feeling you don't see yourself as a journalist or a media person. No, you're right. Well, I've got to be honest with you, I was absolutely shocked. I was sitting there uh, putting food in my mouth at the time when they announced who'd won and when I heard my name, I just, yeah, I was gobsmacked, quite literally, yeah. So, But, yeah, very proud and very excited about it, though, so it was fantastic, yeah. You've been working in uh, the motorsport industry as a photographer for a long, long time now. What got you started? 
Um, it was a bit of a combination. I worked in a photographic shop as a young kid and uh, so I always had a passion for photography. I got that from school. Um, and then motorsport, it was just a, a mate and me. We used to head off to the races. One of us would hide in the boot of the car and the other one would drive through so we'd only have to pay for one person to get in and uh, that's where it all started. And, you know, working in a photographic shop, I had access to cameras and things like that. So the two just uh, worked in really well with each other. So, yeah, it was sort of started off early and this is where it is now. How do you make a career out of it where this is your sole game going around and taking photos for a living? Um, a lot of hard work, I suppose, and just putting in the long, hard hours and uh, just, you know, being passionate about something. I think uh, anyone can achieve whatever they set out to do as long as they're passionate about it and are prepared to put in the time and effort. You know, it wasn't easy and it uh, took a, a lot of years, you know, working a normal job as well as doing this. Uh, but now I'm fortunate enough to sort of say, well, this is my main job. and Well, it is my job and, yeah, I love it. How do you, when you go to Clipsal every year, what are we now, the 12th or 13th year we've been here, you go to your former times Oran Park or you go to uh, Queensland Raceway, you go to the Grand Prix, how do you get something different each time? What do you do to try and make it different? That's probably the biggest challenge, you know, everything you shoot, there's the, the standard shots that everybody needs and everybody, you know, has to get and then I guess it's just looking for that uh, little something that's different, you know, um, Clipsal's a good one because they keep changing the, you know, the facade of everything. You know, every year we've got different grandstands, we've got more colour and things like that. Uh, when you go to some of the older circuits, which uh, haven't changed since they were, were built, um, you know, QR comes to mind for one. That's a challenge, but you can still get some great pictures out of there. You just have to uh, use your imagination and look for something a little bit different. Where do you see V8 supercars as the pinnacle of the sport heading in the future and how do you see your role evolving in that time? I think the, the sport's just on a constant climb. I think, you know, I've been uh, photographing it... <coughs> excuse me. I've been photographing it since it started. You know, I was there right from the, the beginning and uh, to see the sport come from where it was then uh, to where it is now, I mean, it's just fantastic. I think it's got a, a long way to go and it'll, it'll keep going and... Um, I'm uh, hoping I can be there right to the end. Well, for my end anyway, I'm sure the sport will keep going long after I'm finished and, and so on. But, yeah, look, it's, it's all good. Have you got one photo that you've taken or someone else has taken that just strikes you as the, the hallmark of V8 supercars? You know, just sort of putting me aside, I think you look at what a lot of the other guys do, I think it's a, it's a combination. I think, you know, not one person can capture the whole essence of the sport. I think you look at all the other guys out there that have been doing it as long as I have and all the new guys that are coming into it, everybody brings something into it with their pictures. Everybody sees something totally differently to the other person. So I think, you know, for one person to say, you know, this is this is the you know, the, the image that says it all, I think there's, there's more than one image. I think the, the sport's such a, a diverse thing, everything from cars on track to, you know, drivers in cars and out the back of paddocks and things like that. I think, yeah, it'd be very hard to sort of say one image sort of says it all. To me, I think it's just, um, yeah, it's just a, a, a never-ending book, really. You know, there's just, every time you see a different picture, you go, wow, you know, and it might not necessarily be your own. So it's good. 
Court, Mark, once again, congratulations and we wish you all the best for 2011. Thank you very much. Look forward to uh, maybe winning another award one day. <laughs> Who knows? My thanks to Mark, Tony and Andrew as the checkered flag waves over another edition of the V8 Insiders. Until next time, keep smiling and bye for now. Join us next week for more V8 Insiders, only on v8x.com.au.